0: Hi there, welcome back to the Spicy Sundays podcast. I'm your host, Jane, and on Spicy Sundays we talk about Canadian personal finances to help you develop a money mindset and financial goals for 2021. I think this week has been pretty tough for me because I had so many presentations and exam and just life just go around in circles, but here we are. I'm also uploading on Monday and not Sunday, so I apologize for that. But I really tried my best not to skip this week and have an episode up. So here we are. I also do feel like I am running out of content to talk about, but every time I receive a question, I do realize then again, there are always going to be things to elaborate. Just sometimes it seems like some of the things are common sense to me that if I talk about a certain topic, I feel scared that people might think it's obvious. So it's been quite the back and forth for me. So please, if you have any topics that you want to hear on the podcast, let me know because I want to talk about things that interest you. But anyways, if you haven't checked out the Instagram page yet, I do make infographics, TikToks, and daily reminders of money mindset ideas on stories. So go check it out and give it a follow because I really do work hard on keeping that page up. So please give it a follow and just check it out. I really, really, really would appreciate. As I was getting ready for this episode today, I started thinking back on how I started this podcast and how much I've really been enjoying this so far. It's easy to do this because I don't need to set up a camera and talk in front of the lens, so speaking into a microphone and being comfortable with just looking at a computer screen has been quite an experience, but I feel like I need to digress into a YouTube platform so that it can reach a bigger audience. I definitely initially started this podcast because I came to a huge epiphany that we needed way more exposure out there for finances to the general public and and specifically for young adults or, you know, just coming out of high school, going into college or even starting work. And when I learned that there's so many people out there who could be taking advantage of all these financial strategies to up their finances, I it to be part of that education and voice. So I'm very grateful that if you are listening to this podcast, I either inspired you to start or just book an appointment with an advisor to start well simple and make a TFSA account using my link, of course, in the description, or starting to save and spend less by budgeting your expenses more. So today, I want to go into a topic that is still relevant to finance, but a little bit off the branches, and that is all about taxes. It's not a boring topic, so please don't click out because it's very important as tax season is rolling around. And as much as financial planning, you know, is all about investing, budgeting, and managing, I think taxes play a big part in managing your finances. And if you're really serious about owning up to how you control your money, then being responsible for filing your own taxes is a huge thing in my opinion. Now, the first time I started thinking about whether I should file my own taxes was when I earned a bigger income. So when I had just one job, I didn't really think about filing my own taxes I just gave it to my parents and they would give it off to their accountant but my mom told me that her accountant told her that I should file my own taxes and there is a way and that I should go figure it out and because I literally only had one t4 I mean it wasn't hard and it was definitely a big big sign that I should learn how to do it on my own so I didn't know where to begin I thought who should I ask on all these taxes? And it was better to just ask people from my work. And I asked my own manager at work. And I think she told me that her parents are accountants. So obviously, they do it on their own. Duh. And she probably gives it to her parents because why not? Um, and I didn't even know why I asked because I already knew that Her parents were accountants, but the next person I asked was an advisor and she told me to use TurboTax because that's what she uses. And I was like, ooh, tell me more. And so she explained that it was a free software and super easy to use. You gather all your tax forms and then punch the numbers in and voila, your return is generated. So that night I went on TurboTax, made an account and researched what I needed to fill out, you know, to do this on my own. I was scared because my first thought was what if I file wrong will I get audited will I end up paying something will I not have a great return so my first year when I filed on my own I did end up forgetting one thing and that was my t2202 form so we did have to make an adjustment I don't think it was that big of a deal to forget it I mean I'm sure you know it could if you keep forgetting it but it didn't affect my overall return it was just a good lesson that I should really, really be careful and be more detailed in what I'm putting in. I do have the tendency to not check over my work, whether that is on like an exam or a paper I'm writing. So I did see this coming, but it hit me hard because, you know, it shows how sharp and on top accountants really need to be if you don't want to have errors, especially in your clients. So that's why I'm not an accountant and I will never pursue accounting. But if you're just a student like me, you know, with a job and with student loans, I think we can do our taxes by ourselves and not pay a couple hundred dollars for to an accountant to just file something that we can do on our own so I can definitely help you with some taxes with some of my experience that I've had for a few years now that way you can file yours this year on your own the only time that I really think you need an accountant is if you have extraneous uncommon tax forms and also if you have a business then you will hundo percentos need an accountant because. Those business forms, my goodness, I do not understand a single thing and there's so many things going on. But if you just have a job and you're living, then listen up because I will help you save a trip to H&R blog and a couple hundreds to the accountant. Now, if you haven't checked out my post on Instagram on which tax forms may be important in your filing this year, then definitely go check it out and save it so that you can refer back to it. But let's go over it again so that we can thoroughly go through them one by one and in detail. So the first one is obviously a T4 and this one is the one that you get from your employment. Now on a tax slip, you will see things called a box and a line. The box is literally the box and it has a number on the left hand side in a smaller box just right beside it with a value and if it is relevant to you then there will be an amount in it. On the top of each box, there is the title of what the box is for and then a dash with a line and then a number. This line will always correspond to the box of your tax slip, in this case a T4, and then it'll correspond to the line on your T1. So a T1 is the general tax return. This is also kind of like a folder for all your taxes. So a T1 will include a T4, different schedules, etc. It's it's kind of like the overarching tax application form that will include everything you plan on filing. This is also known as the T1 income tax package and is important to look at your province's specific T1 package. And now in each T1 package, there are schedules and these schedules are what contains, you know, different tax forms. So some schedules that might be relevant to you and I would be like a schedule 11 if you are attending uh, university and it's specifically for tuition education and textbook amounts so that's the title of the schedule and in this schedule you'd be filling out certain tax forms and one of them includes the t2202 form which is a tax form for tuition and enrol- enrollment and this can be obtained from your educational institution or it could be a tl11a if you're attending a university outside of canada Another schedule that might be of your fancy could be a Schedule 3. And this one is for capital gains and losses. So if you have a non-registered investing account, which are not TFSAs, I've already said this time and time again, TFSAs do not generate tax slips. So if you have any investments in a TFSA, No need to worry about filing your taxes on your growth. An RSP does have its own contribution receipts, which you do need to file, but it's not that important if you don't have an RSP. But a T5 slip is what is included in a Schedule 3, and it'll be sent to you if you have a non-registered investing account. Okay, so what's a T5 then? It's pretty much a statement of investment income. So any earnings or losses you had in the year from stocks, interest that you made in a high interest savings account, which by the way, you only get a slip if you've made interest um, of over $50 and also dividends. Um, But another form that you can see in a Schedule 3 is the T5008, which is a slip for all your investments. So any securities like stocks, you know, each dividend, basically a statement like your credit card statement but for all the securities you purchased and then a security is pretty much like you know stocks but any tradable financial asset so now if we're looking at each box and we're trying to understand what it means I think it's very important that you look through through even though I know those numbers might hurt your eyes it hurts mine too but if you want to know what this amount means and especially if you're looking at a T5008 like box 14 indicates the date the transaction of the purchase occurred for your security and then box 20 would be the book value or the price you bought the security for then I think looking at this receipt and understanding each criteria is super key in knowing and bettering your understanding of taxes. But another major one that will be coming your way if you applied for the CERB or if you have student grants, bursaries, or if you have an RESP, then it is a T4A. So some boxes that are relevant under a T4A, if any of the above that we talked about applied to you, then it would be box 042, which is for RESPs as you as the beneficiary box 105 for scholarships or bursaries, boxes 197 to 204 are all COVID-19 related. So CRB, CRB, that disability one, the sickness one, so pretty much anything COVID, you know the drill. Look at those boxes. So some of these are the forms that I will be filling out myself and I think if you're a student and you're starting to invest then these might be forms that will be applicable to you but obviously do your research if you do have other tax forms you know maybe you might have a foreign property somewhere or you have a business then these are some things that you might have to look on your own be aware of and maybe even have that first conversation with an accountant just so that you're aware and then you You can take those steps on filing it on your own for next time. But if you are planning to file it on your own, the few softwares that I want to share with you in helping your filing go a little bit easier, just at the convenience of your own home, are TurboTax, which is the first one that I want to share with you. There's also Wealthsimple's tax filing platform called SimpleTax, and there's another one called CloudTax. There are other ones too, obviously, and those are like H and R Block, which I think is not free. Um, but there's also like Studio Tax and Genu Tax, which I'm not very familiar with, and I won't speak on about those today in this episode. But I will share my experience using Simple Tax and Turbo Tax. Now, the one I mentioned about Cloud Tax is one I have seen on fellow Instagram finance pages. I think. Finance influencers are also known as finfluencers. Sort of cringy. I also sound like I have a lisp when I say finfluencers. I don't know. But when I look at their website um, on CloudTax, it is known for being able to take a picture of your tax forms, you know, like a T4. Just like how you can deposit your checks through taking a picture on the mobile app. You can file your taxes just by taking a picture. And I think that's super cool because it's really easy if you think about it just taking a picture having that software recognize the boxes in each line or pick up ones that maybe you weren't familiar with or you forgot about or just knowing the importance of it because the software helped you look at it I think that could be a really amazing feature but I have never used it myself and but it will be something that I might use in the future the software that I do want to share my experience on is TurboTax which I think is great when I first started uh, filing my own taxes. It made it very easy for me to just navigate through each page, what each page meant. It simplifies every single schedule and what the tax form is including. So it helped me understand that if I really needed to fill this one out or skip it, I've used it for two years and it made my tax season very easy. Another thing you want to make sure when you check for softwares is that if it's NetFile CRA connected. So this means that NetFile is the internet-based service that allows your returns to go directly to CRA from the software you're using. What's great about this is once you have had the help from these softwares, help you put together your T1, you kind of need to send it off to CRA. And if Netfile is attached to that software, then you can instantly connect it to your My Account CRA and then send it off to the CRA. This will require your My Account CRA to be set up, so make sure to do this first before filing your taxes but if you don't have a my account CRA already please just do this so that you can see your TFSA contribution room your RSP rooms just any notice of assessment online it's very easy and handy to use and it'll be definitely worthwhile for the long run the second software that I want to introduce is Wealthsimple's Simple Tax. I think um, Wealthsimple is already known so well for their simple and clean, modern-looking platform. So I think it's going to be very easy to file a return here. I've never filed it previously, but I will be using this this year. And now the reason why I'll be using Simple Tax over TurboTax this year is because first, I wanted to try something different. Uh, but also because my T five will be generated out of Wealth Simple, so I think it'd be nice to just have that connected right away into Simple Tax rather than punching everything in from my T five into the TurboTax. But Overall, I think SimpleTax looks very easy to look at. It's not overwhelming. It's super simple and if I were to be a new self-tax filer, I wouldn't have a problem in using this. I would recommend trying out a few softwares, doing your own research, and looking out for any free ones. Don't be scared that just because it's free, it's not going to do you a good job. Now, obviously, if you don't feel comfortable in submitting your taxes with your own effort, then definitely use the Pro or the upgraded version. Most softwares will have it for $19.95, which is way cheaper than an accountant, but it will still provide the basic audit and error checking before you submit. I did post this on my story before, but Rakuten is having a cashback for TurboTax of 12% on any purchase you make. So if you do plan on using, the that 19 pro version, then definitely use the Rakuten link to get cash back. And if you don't have Rakuten yet, check the description box so that you can sign up using my link. That way you can get some cash for signing up. And then you can also get the pro version and get the sales tax back of 12% if you live in BC for free. The other thing that I want to note is you can't resubmit a tax file if you've already made your tax file for that year so if you do have any mistakes you will need to make adjustments to the existing one after you received your notice of assessment so you can't do anything until you've received that first notice of assessment it's pretty quick the first one but if you have to make changes to the existing one, then it might take a little longer for you to get that second notice of assessment. I had to do three adjustments, I think, so don't feel bad if that ends up being you too. Nothing really bad happens, and submitting it with some changes is not the end of the world. All right, so to recap everything we talked about today, I want you to think about the tax forms that you will be receiving this year and which ones you think are relevant to you. A T4A is if you got the CRB, student grants, bursaries, and the T2202 is for tuition enrollment. The T5 is if you did investments in a non-registered account. And then also think about filing your own taxes this year because this is not hard Even my parent's accountant told me that there is a way to file your own taxes and if it's just a few forms that you have, you can do it on your own. So if I can do it, you can do it. Lastly, make sure to do research on some of the boxes and lines that are applicable to your T1 and look out for any tax softwares that you want to try out, but I think TurboTax is the number one platform used in the US and Canada, so that could be one that you might try first. But like mentioned earlier, I will be trying out SimpleTax personally this year, so food for thought if you plan on filing your taxes all by yourself with some of the platforms that I've mentioned earlier. Well, I think that's everything from me. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end. And please send me suggestions. You know, if you have podcast topics that you want to hear from me, then just send it away to my Instagram. And also, thank you for almost 50 followers on the podcast. Let's get it to 50 if you are a listener and you haven't pressed that follow button yet. And also make sure to check the links in the description below if you want to sign up for Simple, get a little bit of cash. If you want to sign up for Rakuten, get a little bit of cash. Kim- cash if you want to sign up for shake pay which is the bitcoin shake app get a little bit of cash but besides those we will rejoice for another episode next week have a fantabulous week with either you know skipping that extra uber eats spendings or not getting that starbucks and let's just slowly begin to save a little here and there well as always stay spicy bye